This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. Hi, Sarah. Okay. Hi, Tori. Hey. Yeah, well, welcome. Welcome, everybody. Hey, hey, this is a super chill podcast about Stargate SG-1 by somebody who loves the movie and has never seen the show. And someone who's seen the show, forgot all of it, but definitely never saw the movie. Also, cultural commentary because we can't help ourselves. Yes, that's that's what that's 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 who we are. <laughs> We're in the middle of this stupid fucking panoramic and we are zooming and we're chilling. Well, yeah. And so we got we were talking about uh, episode 1. But we were uh, we were just vi- we were vibing one one day. We were vibing and, and, and we brought and yeah, we brought it up like I and this is the thing, I think we started the conversation because like yeah, I was you know I I was having a particularly rough episode in the pandemic. This is this is the nope. third wave we're in right now, I think. Mm-hmm. And this I just, is like a terrible Paula Abdul. And I just <laughs> and I just started a uh, I just started the comfort watch of Stargate SG One. And this is the thing I had never watched it before, even though I love the movie. So it was just it was one of those things. I just somehow I. I've watched it and I don't know why because I didn't watch the movie. I don't know when I watched Stargate SG-1. I don't know if I finished it. I just know I've seen it. And I had literally so run out of Star Trek to comfort watch that I watched Enterprise. So I was like, I'll comfort watch Stargate with you. And then all we could talk about was the fucked up stuff that we were, <laughs> that we noticed happening. <laughs> Well, that was fun. And, you know, we come, we, you know, we've been doing a different podcast for a couple of years. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, everything bothers me. I'm not sure if it's still up by the time this is up. Yeah. But, Previously uh, called What Should. Yes, yes. Um, I got tired of being vulnerable. And we, <laughs> so, yeah. So, well, so, yeah. So now we're just vibing and we're like, you know what? Fuck it. This pandemic is going on. Yeah. We're going to comfort watch. Yeah. The shit out of something, and this we've cold tab this. is making us crazy. <laughs> yeah. uh, and we decided we might as well record it as we're doing it. So fuck it, this is it. This is our Stargate podcast. Do we open with our general thoughts? Uh, I want to open. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. We, I mean, I guess want. you can move them anywhere. This is some. Can I share? Yeah, please. This is sh- share time. I just have some general thoughts, and okay. The things about the first episode before we get into plot, I just want to say I appreciate that since MacGyver plays Colonel, what's his name, that uh, O'Neill, I appreciate that um, Captain Carter refers to MacGyvering something to get through the gate and then uh, MacGyver makes a face. That was funny. Okay, okay. Yay! Oh, and they obviously had to put a woman in there so they could go back and fix some of their uh, lady mistakes that they made, like gifting a woman to Daniel Jackson, which obviously happened in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) So 
so that yes, there could did. be a woman there to go. So there could be a woman going and you expected, mm. which is the appropriate response. <laughs> Not yes. she's my wife. <laughs> Not we're going to have a sexy, sexy kiss. I'm jumping ahead. We had quite the makeout sesh in front of like the whole town. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, so Tori, do you have, did you want to give any such opening overview thoughts or do you want to jump into the plot? Well, no, yeah, no. O- the opening thoughts was, uh, I really enjoyed watching this because it's so, this is the thing. It's so weird to me that I never watched this show. Like I honestly, mm-hmm. the movie is one of my favorite movies of all time. It came out in 94. I was a freshman. I mean, it had it all. Roland Emmerich was the director. They had uh, uh, Kurt Russell, who I, I do like, James Spader, you know, yeah. love the story, love yeah. loved the whole Egypt came from aliens thing. I was totally into that shit when I was, when I was, a, when I was a teenager. So it was my bag. So the fact that I just never watched this show was weird. Although as I like looked more into it, it makes sense why I didn't because mm-hmm. one, it came out in 97. That's when it mm-hmm. started. Uh, I had just like graduated high school that year and went to college. And, you know, by the time of college, I didn't watch television during college. You know what I mean? You know what? That's probably why I watched it because that's the year I graduated from college. Mm. And so I was probably like coming home from work, like, I'm going to watch this show. Um, I got you. Do you think that the concept that uh, a little bit like racist, the comment, the the concept, I've heard this before, that the concept that aliens would have to like um, help Egypt build their society a little bit, a little bit like, um, well, obviously they're not um, Saxons. They're not like uber white. So probably aliens took part in all that <laughs> pyramid building. That's, that's, I've heard before. I've heard say, I've heard tell that's problematic, but in 1997 um white people didn't know anything was problematic yet well yeah that's no, not true we no. did <laughs> we, no we definitely did we just some of us did well i some mean didn't want to hear it. you know well i mean yeah i mean the major proponent of the, the, that theory was eric von daniken you know and uh just oh, some r- random old like i think he's norwegian you know, lay some fucking date on me. Holy fuck. No, How do you know dude, this? Dude, this is, I'm, t- I'm telling you like the background of the, this. I know a lot about this stuff, but I've never watched this show. That that's what I'm trying to, that, that's the, that's, that's the discordance, the discordance that I'm trying to. Yeah. Discordance. Yeah. Discordians. Like, from, like when you play the discordian <laughs> yeah. and what you hear is discordance <laughs> for fucking sure. No, no, as, a, as opposed to the accordion, it does sound nice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought we were just calling accordions discordians now because that's more apt. Um, I no, like the like the klezmer. That's the small one. I got you. Um, but but anyway, but yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I I didn't watch television while it was really out. It was on Showtime. We didn't have Showtime. That's weird. Did I have Showtime? It feels like I couldn't afford Showtime at all. Hmm. I mean, apparently I it was the first. This? Five seasons the first six seasons were on showtime like like half of this show was on did showtime they, isn't that crazy did they move it to sci-fi they moved it to sci-fi on the in the latter half and then all the spin-offs were on sci-fi if i if i if, if i'm wrong listeners 
blast bl- at, at me, you know, at nowhere. I feel like I definitely only watched it. Well, I don't know when I started watching it then because I definitely started watching it on sci-fi. So um, also, quick question. I thought there was only one spinoff. Oh no! Atlantis. Well, apparently, apparently, there's one spinoff. There, there's like another smaller spinoff. I think it only oh, lasted like smaller. five episodes or something like that. Plus, like yeah, oh, three—that's not very good. <laughs> three made-for-TV movies, something like that. There's so much. There's oh so God. much. There's so much I'm shit so... to this. Tori, yeah. we were going to be comforted for a very long time. That's what I'm telling you. That that that. Yeah, that's very why this excited. was perfect because I because mm-hmm. my whole thought was. I'm like when I first. All right, all right. I'll start watching this show. Fine. How yeah, many seasons? Yeah. Oh, ten seasons. How many stories could they make off of this one concept? Well, the concept is awesome. It's pretty. The movie was pretty self-contained. You know. I and I will. I will say this. I I I want to say I complain a lot, but I did. I do like the show. I did enjoy watching the show. I've actually pre-binge to middle of episode five because I like to watch it. Um, but then I also like to be like, um, okay, well, I'm just skipping. I won't say this until the next second recording. Um, I'll keep all my questions limited to episode one. So. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So yeah, here we are. Season one, episode one, Stargate, SG-1. Here we go. What a journey it will be. Uh, the pilot, Children of the Gods. Oh, right. Uh, we Air- should say the name. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Very good. Uh, aired Sorry. on Showtime, July 27th, 1997. Boy. Boy. Uh, directed by Mario Azopardi. Who apparently? As a party, who apparently As a party. He, he directs a few of the first season. Uh, I looked this dude up. It, like his forte is directing TV series spinoffs of movies. Like that's his. Thing. No shit. Like I wonder the, if he directed that sh- that clueless that terrible clueless spinoff. Not clueless. We did the RoboCop one. Uh, I did, watched that. We should watch that. The, there was a Matrix. What? We should watch all of these. We no. should watch all of these eventually. Made eventually. for TV show spinoffs of movies. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, I think we're going to have to watch Clueless. Um, that was my favorite movie, least favorite TV show. So Interesting. I hope that doesn't happen here for me. I don't think so. This uh, is much better than that show. Okay. <laughs> okay. Episode one has a very Rambo opening. It's very Rambo. It's very like, oh my God, shit hit the fan. For some reason, we kept this thing and we've got a bunch of dipshits watching it who have no fucking idea what it is. Also, as somebody who's been in close proximity most of my life with military, I'm super confused why they have a bunch of airmen guarding this thing instead of fucking Marines, but whatever. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Right. <laughs> um, like my dad was in the army and he was always like, um, Hey, you're smart. Don't join the army. Don't join the military at all because you don't like authority. But if you were going to join the air force, it's for, it's for nerds. <laughs> so <laughs> Wait, how could you, how could you, like, t- how could you tell just by like their insignia? The oh, well, because, um, the whole, you know what I'm inferring because everyone else is in the air force. Oh, okay. 
until um, a few episodes later where there's finally some fucking Marines. But I'm like, why aren't there special forces? But anyway, so they they're like the dumbest like airmen slash soldiers ever because like the lady is the only one who's brave, but she's also super stupid. But she goes up to (laughs) go ahead. She just looks super concerned the entire (laughs) take the entire every shot. She's, she's just has a furrowed brow. She's just, she's just not comfortable the entire time. She probably hasn't been comfortable for her entire shift. She's been there. It doesn't look right because this was pre pre tail. This was pre tailgate. Right. (laughs) So like she was probably being sexually harassed all the time. Um, um, so what are you talking about? By she's in there with all these playing poker and, and having an unlit cigar in their mouth. Come on. (laughs) <laughs> not by maybe them. not them probably by her superior her up oh, by her yeah. uppers um by her uppers. so she was like or was this post tailgate maybe it was post tailgate and that's why but she is this real stickler she was like i don't think we should be playing poker are she quite afraid some officers are no, going to come I, in here I mean, you know and then like i don't I don't feel that she followed protocol later so i feel like it's kind of weird that she was such a like for like we're not supposed to play poker while we're on watch well well first off let me let me let me say uh i I like this opening bit in in the sense that like the hangar looks fairly similar to the movie uh Mm -hmm. it's a good crane shot um and it's got the movie's music it's got the main theme like it's oh yeah i thought the the music was gorgeous it's it's the music from the movie and the and the music is awesome and so i was like i'm in i'm in i'm ready you know what I mean? They had blockbuster uh, movie music money to make that music. Yeah. So yeah, that music's good. good. The Stargate is exactly the same. The the mm-hmm. the CGI is mm-hmm. beautiful. You know, like there's oh, gonna yeah, there's gonna be like a lot. Water. I, I'm 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 obvi- I'm definitely gonna be relating this to the movie. The at least this first episode, but probably by season five, I'll, I'll not talk about the movie ever again. But, but I'll probably start talking about the movie because that's when I'll see it. And yeah. I'll be like, oh, my God, this is like how in the movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I apologize in advance, everybody. But that's that's what's going to happen this episode. Um, but yeah, but yeah, but some some dudes come out and the, and the, and the headdresses are uh, are snakes. Uh, yeah. A, a derivative. Retractable, retractable snakes. Cobras. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, in the movie, they were like uh, they were Anubises, dog heads. And Falcons, mm-hmm. no, but uh, but they look pretty good in the in the TV show. They look pretty nice. And also that one villain where we see his face, he's sexy. Oh, the the big baddie, the main big baddie. Oh yeah, the big big baddie. He's sexy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I we, wanted to tell you. And we also get uh, uh, the shot of the one dude who I I only knew he was on the covers of all the. SG one things, the the African American mm-hmm. man who obviously is going to be like a converter from the bad side to the good side. Yeah. yeah um, so I was yeah. like, oh, there Christopher he is. Judge. Okay. Playing Teal'c the Jaffa. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so at this moment, mm-hmm. I was like, I wonder what episode he's gonna like. He obviously is gonna turn to the good side at some point. I was at this point, I was like, I wonder what episode. Mm-hmm. Probably like eight or nine. 
that was so you that, hate when the pictures like spoil for you you're like but yeah he's just in this he, so far he's just he's just like a guard yeah yeah he's just he's yeah just he's like, one of the bad part guys of the posse. yeah he's part of the entourage i was like yeah, there's he, gonna, there's gonna be does, an arc he does turn around and shield uh the the blonde airman the he shields her from the bullets of her friendly fire okay they're like start so we, uh, we, I think we that's learn he's a good guy because well i mean well, we don't know because he's also like he's like she can't get the goods damaged sure because she's sure, being sure. kidnapped through the water hole the water the water hole <laughs> let's yeah, call the it the water hole, hole from now on <laughs> okay so the dudes take the kidnap the woman and uh the the general's like, Oh my Don Davis, the actor, he's like, Oh my god, we got that's it. a gen- I love he is my favorite bald bald guy that shows up in shows. And I like him better than the breaking bad bald guy. Usually an authority shows. figure, you know, of some kind. Yeah. He's real hapless in this series though, which I kinda like that he's a general and he's always got a look on his face. He's like, What, 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 what? <laughs> I like that. That right. is some science fiction right there. Cause that is not, that's not how you get to be a general. That's right. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah. I mean, like, I hope not. Although some of the general, the examples of generals we've seen in the last four years, mm. maybe that is how you get to be a general. I, I don't know. How would I know? I don't know any actual generals. Well, it cuts to opening credits after that. And, same as the movie it means the same thing awesome i'm in i'm oh I'm, is it the same opening it, it, it's yeah, that makes where it goes easy. in the headdress and then it and it yeah. goes out into the the face the mask same mm-hmm. I'm, I'm 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 just keep asking why the fuck didn't i ever watch this it doesn't even make any sense because you part of your brain is a little there's a little psychic nugget in your brain that says there's gonna be uh, a pixie stick in 2020 through 2021 at least, and I'm gonna need comfort TV. And mm-hmm. so there's a little psychic nugget inside of you saving it. So put this off for later. You don't need this right now. Yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah. You will though. Uh, yeah. So, well, the yeah, the current we meet Colonel Jack O'Neill again. I I I I, I didn't I didn't know that the character MacGyver was playing the same character for the movie. I, I had always thought they were different characters. So I was like, all right, all right, that's cool. But the funny thing is, is that them coming to his house and asking him to go do a thing. That's exactly yeah. what happens in the movie. They're literally just doing it again. Shut up. Yeah. He was retired at the start of the movie. You're ruining the movie for me, but that's okay. Oh yeah. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to ruin the entire movie for you. Uh, I think that's fair. On the rooftop with the telescope. Yeah, I think that they used they reused the set from Steve Martin and Daryl Hannah's Roxanne. <laughs> oh, that's sweet, sweet. That's what I think. <laughs> ha ha! Thanks for laughing. Um, okay, and so they convince him to come back, but he's also like, like he's a bit of a renegade now. He's like, "I'm retired. Don't salute me. I'm retired. Don't call me by my rank," which is silly because retired people do get called by their rank, but mm. like by like. I don't know, whatever. But he's all bit he's all bitchy about it and like bitter and shit. And then uh but he's also in a little bit of trouble because they're like, this is all pretty sus. We we think that maybe you didn't destroy the gate because we think there's only one gate at this point and these motherfuckers came through it. So why don't you tell us what really 
really happened? And then they, they like, they call he's like, nothing. It's just what I said. And then, um, they, they bluff him and they win. That, they're like, we're going to put yeah. a huge nuke through there and blow up all those people. And then he gets real nervous. So well, he sends a Kleenex box to mm-hmm. Daniel. Well, yeah, it, it doesn't take very long for, for them, for him to go from just straight lying to being like, uh, actually, he cracked real fast. He cracked. And then it, it seemed kind of, sh- right. And none of his men cracked. And they were like, don't worry, man, I didn't crack. And he was like, way to go. He doesn't even like fess up to like, no. I cracked. <laughs> so now you guys are all going to get court martialed. Which, which speaking, which, <laughs> I which, took the deal. Which, uh, sp- <laughs> the deal, motherfuckers. speaking of his, of his, uh, of his, of his crew, I, again, uh, characters from the movie, Kowalski and Ferretti, I was like, they're, they're just bringing everybody. This is like just, this is literally just a sequel. Like, this is amazing. Like, yeah, I was like, awesome. That movie but, sounds like a real sausage fest circle jerk. Oh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I, and I was in the circle jerk. That's how much I like the movie. Uh, I was there. Oh. Uh, but no, I, 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 they oh, were right. there. The, obviously, different uh, actors, you know. Ferretti, who's played by uh, some uh, some guy named Brett, Brent State, uh, was played by French Stewart in the <gasps> movie. I know who that is. One of his very first roles, like his third role ever. Before he had to start, now everything he does, he has to talk weird and scrunch his face up like he's on um, Third Rock. I mean, to be fair, he sort of already sun. did that. But, but that, oh, really? But, but, he, but he, was like a, he was like a good character in the movie. Like he was a, I'm you know, excited he was a good... to see this movie. I'm oh, it, it's amazing. Um, all right, but yeah, so where but, are we at? We're at we're well, we're so at like. He, so he meets. So he meets them. He tells them uh, that he that he that uh, they're obviously trying to figure out a thing. I feel that like the exposition, like I I don't know how a person who didn't see the movie really knows what's going on in the series. I think this. I don't know. I, maybe I don't. But I will say I don't understand why they didn't just put the nuke through any. Anyway, oh, so you left Daniel there and Daniel wanted to stay and you didn't blow up all the people and now they're coming through and they killed a bunch of our soldiers. Anyway, thanks for telling us the truth. We are going to court-martial you and we're going to nuke this and we're going to bust up the the Stargate. That seems like what the military would do. I'm just, when the movie opens, they have like, you know, the parachutes, like when you were in like preschool or kindergarten and the PE teacher would get out a big parachute and you would do different things like like nerf balls. You would like kind of kind of bounce nerf balls in it or you would all kind of get under it and sit under it and you would make it into a big, big mushroom tent. Basically, that's what's covering up the Stargate. And like five minutes later, they had this titanium iris. So I don't know. Mantium like, titanium like, thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it should be made out of and, bef- um, and before and before and before yeah, you're right. It's just a thin layer of poorly yeah. stitched fabric. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can see through it. It's not. It wouldn't even make good curtains. Like you couldn't even like fuck inside behind those curtains if you're at street level. Okay, so yeah, so I I don't really know who to blame for their their the, this the eventual attack that came a year later you know it's, yeah it's there's like, a lot of dereliction of duty plenty to go around okay all right so jack comes clean o'neill comes clean and it's just like all right look i you know i let them go the the nuke went off but it went but it went off in in 
the big baddie's ship. I, I feel like we've gotten all the way to Kleenex box. We have, we have got, we have gotten to Kleenex box. Do you, well, can I ask you? Do you know why he sent a Kleenex box through? Because of allergies, he says it right. He says it right to the colonel. The colonel's like, "Why the fuck are you throwing in a clean?" Or, or his like dowdy sidekick. Why the fuck are you throwing in like a Kleenex box? His he threw in like a full like foil brand. <laughs> <laughs> he th- he threw in a fully like foil classic Kleenex branded box, and then they weigh and they weigh and they weigh, and Daniel throws it back that says, "Thanks, send more." And yeah. it's because Daniel has allergies, and, and it was because it was a signal that like the baddies would be like, I don't know what the fuck this is. I'm not going to do anything with it. But that Daniel would be like, Ha ha! This is from O'Neill because obviously, I, I assume in the movie he gave him shit for having allergies. Yeah, he, had, he sneezed a lot. He sneezed. It was like a bit. People have allergies. It was yeah. It was it was a bit. Was it also a bit that O'Neill was a bully about it? Oh, uh, O'Neill wasn't Kowalski and Ferretti. Where where they bullied Daniel <sighs> Daniel a lot in the beginning, yeah. I don't I don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> Although you know I, I don't I, like them. <laughs> you know I, I I did like this bit where like after they sent the Kleenex in, like they the, mm-hmm. the next shot was like everybody just like hanging out in the briefing room. Like you don't get many bits of just like uniformed people just like hanging around bored they're just like <laughs> twiddling they're just like playing on a rubik's cube while and then like oh oh okay here we go uh, that, that was pretty good um but yeah but it comes back with a message and then uh general hammond's like all right i guess you're going through uh you're back in oh, business no o'neill i want to make a joke i want to say because it was the air force they were actually playing rubik's cube they weren't just peeling the stickers off like the other services would have done. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm an, I'm just kidding. I'm an army brat. I'm just being, and I worked in the Air Force Base, whatever. I'm just fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, like props to anybody. Props and thank you for your service to anyone who would do that shit. Uh, it's a nasty job. So, uh, well, we, we cut to uh, the meeting. Where they're, you know, they're kind of just getting things ready to rock. And Hammond tells O'Neill that uh, Sam Carter is going to be joining. Oh, and O'Neill goes, I don't know. I don't know. And where's he transferring from? Yeah. And then she walks in and she's like, she is transferring from the motherfucking Pentagon motherfucker. Yeah. And then he tries to like doctor her and she's like, I'm sorry, but is, I think that you need to call me captain because that's what's proper and appropriate. You piece of shit. And he was like, okay. <laughs> and then they all like ask her and I didn't understand this line. They, like Kowalski asked her something and she was like, don't worry, man. I played with dolls as a girl. That, yeah, that, that, that was, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what? Like, don't, what? Don't worry about what? And then he's like, G.I. Joe's. And I'm like, this conversation is so weird. And then she's like, no, I played with an obscure astronaut doll. And then the other guy, who I guess was French Stewart in the movie, whose name I don't remember, he was like, oh, yeah. Well, did you have the jetpack that made him fly? And I was like, wait, are you making fun of her? Or are you bonding because you had the same toy? <laughs> I was so confused. <laughs> First one was giving her shit. Second one was bonding. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank no, no, no. Because the, the attitude stayed kind of the same. <laughs> no, no. See, see, no. The scene is weird because, like, yeah, like it, it starts with like they're they're giving her flack for being a woman, 
and she puts them mm-hmm. in their place pretty quick. But then O'Neill gives her flack for being a scientist, and not, and then she has mm-hmm. to like one up him with her military career. It's like she can't right? win. Like first she's just well, a woman, and then she's just a scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, I thought that at that point, O'Neill, they had all gained all this respect for Daniel because he saved their motherfucking lives. And yet suddenly O'Neill's like, fuck scientists again. And I'm like, whoa, dude, I thought you had like chilled a bit on the scientists. But she has to talk about like one of them was like, have you ever done so many G's, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She 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 has to like. Uh, I've done everything. Yeah, literally everything I've done. <laughs> <laughs> uh no i i o'neill o'neill yeah he that's like that's like a character trait of his and i'm curious how long it's just gonna last throughout the series i'm curious how long he can keep up doing that fucking kurt russell accent because oh you know what i've never watched enough uh uh macgyver shit to know how he normally talks Is you it- know what same actually i assume it's a lot like mcgruber is that not gruber Possibly. All right, but you know, yeah, you know, uh, Sam Carter played by Amanda Tapping. Yeah, uh, I wish my last name was Tapping because I think that is cool. Uh, she, she's like, she was the expert on the Stargate. She, she mentions that she should, she sh- probably should have gone on the first mission. She was working on it longer than Daniel. Right, exactly. Uh, so she's Sexism. like, but I'm, I'm going this time. Fucking asshole. Yeah. It's like I'm going now. They're like, it's cold. Are you going to be cold? Yeah, she's going to be cold. She's like, yeah, I'll be cold because of the science behind why I'll be, I will be cold, ass white. <laughs> she's just like, take down, take down, take down, take down. And then the general's like, hey, this is non-optional. She's on your team. And what a great way to be made part of a team. <laughs> Dad says you have, mom says you have to take me to the movies. Are you going to get in trouble? And then you can't go either. Show me respect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right all right well okay so, so anyway. o'neill's got his team so they have a, general hammond gives them like god they there's so, very very strict rules they they're going to go into reconnaissance yeah, it's a really weird artificial 24 time hours 24 hours yeah. or they will send a nuclear bomb through it's like jesus right which i'm gonna say like i get like i get the need for like like a story, like a hero's journey to have a time, a ticking clock. But this is such a harsh and artificial, like we're not giving any reason really, except for that we're all very scared. We're so scared that we covered it up loosely with an old sheet. And uh, <laughs> but now if you motherfuckers aren't back in 24 hours, we're going to blow you all to shit. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. That, that yeah. makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That it's just all so fucking logical. Okay. There's always so a the nuclear bomb. logic checks out. 24 yeah. hours away. Yeah. So, um, oh, and they have these little things too, where it's like, okay, if you drop, if you drop the little, like, um, if you drop your key fob, yeah. then you won't be able to get through. Anyway, you won't even be able to even tell us that you're coming through. So it's okay. Yeah. So don't, don't lose your keys. <laughs> Yeah, they they it's like they don't want them to come back. It's very they they I just know. like could they like not they, microchip them instead of giving them something to actually hold on to? Like here's a little piece of black plastic. You definitely need this to get through safely. Otherwise, you're fucked. And 
could they not be microchipped? I would like to be microchipped. At that point, I think they were microchipping dogs. So I think they could have microchipped mm. the team. Anyways, so nobody, like, spoiler alert, nobody loses their keys. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. They're super how does Daniel? How does Daniel Jackson get through? He doesn't have a key, Bob. Mm, I don't know. Spoiler um, alert again. All right. Well, so yeah. So they're all, but they're also told to bring Daniel back. He's like, you got to bring him back. Right. He's been gone a year because that motherfucker's in some motherfucking trouble. Yeah. They're like, you better bring that motherfucker back this time. Uh. All yeah. right. So the team. So they go through the Stargate, and that's great. Uh, same video and CGI of going through and shimming through the wormhole. It's awesome. It's oh, it's fucking- kind of like the abyss. Oh yeah, yeah. It's fucking great. I love it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So th- they end up in the pyramid. Uh, set looks pretty. You know, it's pretty nice. And they get through. They're inside the pyramid, and the kids are there. The kids, the kids in the movie, the the the, the kid gang. And Dan, and the they're boys. with Daniel. Yeah, the boys. The boys, as they're as they're described many times. And uh, uh, Daniel's there. He's not, it's not James Spader, obviously. It's uh, Michael Shanks. Milk Toast Shanks. I yeah, sure. I, I guess. Milk yeah. Toast Toasty McToasterson. I you know I'm giving I, I look I'm I'm going to give all these new cats the chance a chance you know that I'm going to give them. A chance to set off my my Stargate neurons, you know. Like I'm gonna. I think that's the right thing to do. I'm just gonna say this. So when it comes to James Spader, it's like the presence of that man. It's like you can't just cast anyone to play in a role that William Shatner has held down before. Same with James Spader. Like you can't just like be more careful when you're casting for something that James mm. Spader has already done. Unless maybe, I don't know, maybe his acting job in the Stargate movie was like his worst one ever. But he could do it. Even if he did his worst acting job ever, I just, it's hard. I, I'm obviously overstanding James Spader. I'll shut the fuck up. No, no, no. I love James Spader. Uh, but, you know, I'll, I'll give Michael Shanks a chance. You know, we'll see. I don't know. Um, but, I mean, whatever. He's fine. Uh, 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 one of the boys. He's not ruining it for me. He's doing nothing. Actually, it's like yeah, he's not ruining it for me. He's Until keeping I find it out neutral he's as got, shit. <laughs> as soon as I find out he's got a Twitter account that's like pro QAnon and Trump, then he'll be ruining it for me. Oh wait, but oh at, this... until then, he's oh. not ruining it for me. <laughs> um, all right, but one of the one of the uh, one of the boys in the gang, uh, Scara, uh, uh, is the same actor from the movie, Alexis Cruz. So that gives some cred for me. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I actually think some of the other uh, boys are also in the movie as well. Brought them back a little bit. Although they do all speak English now, which they don't in the movie. So uh, Daniel must have taught them English in the ensuing year. Yeah, I'm going to have some questions about people speaking English beginning episode two or jump two. One of those. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, well, and then, and then um, uh, 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 Shara comes over, uh, Daniel's wife, not not played by uh, uh, Mili Avita in the movie, but a uh, uh, beautiful woman, uh, Vaitiare Bandera. Yeah, uh, and he and she. Can I? Can we talk about how Daniel's a brilliant scientist who's happily married to a woman who. Uh, as far as I can tell from the few scenes that she's in, um, is a fucking child. What? 
<laughs> don't be shy. Come on out. She's like, and then she like fully maxed down on him and everyone's like ooh which I mean like who even says they have our same sensibilities about like being sexually repressed like they probably weren't founded by Puritans and then like I don't know and then he just fucking like okay like first of all he says to O'Neill yeah, I unburied the gate. I don't remember why I unburied it. It seems pretty fucking stupid. I think because he's all sciencey and he wants to keep studying it and he just can't fucking help himself. And so he unburies the gate and then he says, but it's fine because I've had the boys here taking shifts watching it. And I'm like, oh, the boys. Is that because the women are children and the boys' literal children are are somehow men? And so they're like watching the gate. You certainly couldn't have any women watching the gate because you've made them all dumb children that you give to each other as presents and also <laughs> accept as presents and marry, even if they're like so fucking stupid you can't have a conversation with them but at least you get to fuck them because that's what a man a real man feels fulfilled by i don't fucking think so (laughs) anyway so they go to the second site because daniel's like i think i can help you find what you're looking for because they're trying to figure out is raw still alive because the fucking people thought they saw raw come through that gate and we thought we killed him and daniel's like that is wild shit so let's go to the second site where I found some stuff. And so they have to wait for the dust storm to end. And then is it Shara, the boy? Shari? Uh, uh, Skara Shara, is his name. Skara, Skara. Takes a, he's like, hey, heads up. The dust storm is over. And so they all go over there. Um, not all of them. Like uh, enough of them stay behind to comment that uh, Daniel sure has a foxy lady Mm -hmm. so that's um important to the show that was important dialogue a scene that could not be cut was them talking about how hot and sexy daniel's piece of ass is okay so the other ones are the like o'neill and carter and daniel yeah yeah are like it's a temple it's like they go to like a the temple that's also uh sort of in the movie as well and it's got a huge it's got cartouches all over its walls and it looks it's like it's like the yellow pages. It's like the white pages are the yellow pages for uh, the the unit Stargate, the Stargate Network Galaxy Galactic. Right. And they're like, holy fuckaroos, there's more. And then they, okay, here's the thing though. They're supposed to she's like an astrophysics, astro science expert, and she's like, Oh my god, planetary drift? I forgot. <laughs> so anyway, she's been working on this project for many years more than Daniel, but she forgot about planetary drift. So between her and Daniel, they remember planetary drift and realize, holy fuck, if we can ac- you know, account for that, then there's probably lots of gates. Um, so she takes some video so that they can take it back home. And apparently that's all they need to do. But what was weird was, what I thought, and I think maybe I guess they couldn't afford a third set was that it seems like hanging out by that gate was dangerous. And so they have people like guarding it, but for some reason, that's also where they ate dinner this particular evening. Yeah. That's where they objectify Daniel's wife. Yeah. And like, and literally the whole town's there. Now it's town center. It's so <laughs> wild. 
<laughs> right? No, no, it, it, it is weird. Um, so, but it's really convenient because raw, maybe not raw, comes on through that gate. Yeah, and it starts it's really up. convenient because, yeah. like, literally everyone is there. Yeah, and they just start blowing people away. Everybody. Right. It's yeah, and so they and they kidnap, of course, Scara, who reminds Daniel of his son. Yeah. And uh I mean not Daniel, O'Neill. Mm-hmm. And then they kidnap O'Neill's wife. Yeah. And- nope. Daniel's wife. Da- <laughs> whoa. whoa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Scara and Share are taken away. Sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thanks by Tilk Tilk and, and and the snakeheads. Yeah, by that foxy villain mm-hmm. who's T- looking for somebody to for like a host for his new queen who's recently matured inside her Jaffa. I mean, apparently, <laughs> apparently that's what's going to happen. Oh. Yeah. Uh, and so. Uh, well, yeah. So, yeah, they get there and but yeah, but they got to they get they got to They got to go back to Earth. And so Daniel's like, mm-hmm. like I, he goes to the kids and he's like, I guys, I got to go, you know, we got to, I'll, I'll try to help him later, but I got to roll. And look, I'm going to be honest with you. This, this scene made me drop tear the first time I, I watched it. It really did. Oh, I, yeah, I, you I, told me that. I, 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 I sobbed like a baby because the da- Daniel tell he's like, kids, you got to bury the Stargate once they go through it. He's like, nothing good can ever come through this gate. And one of the kids is like, you came through it, Daniel. And I was like, I know, dude, these people are so sincere. Like having never been on earth, they're so fucking sincere. I might hang out with them too. (laughs) Very refreshing. It was just not, it was nice. It was just like, you know. Yeah, no, for real. It's an homage to the movie and to the characters and and how they've grown. and, And it was just lovely. And, uh, it really, it really got to me. You won't uh, find that here. And so, <laughs> so Daniel's like, "All right, look, bury it, uncover it in one year. I might return with Share, maybe, but I'll try." He hugs all of them. Tell Share's dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, but by BT Dubs. Sorry, I just feel like more people were kidnapped than those two people. And he was just like, tell Sharae's dad and I'll just like, fuck everyone else. I'm only really going to look for my wife. Oh, I think. Oh, I, yeah, it's, that's possible. Or was it just those two? I think it was just those two, but I could be Oh, wrong. never mind. I guess Scara doesn't have a family. I probably know that if I watched the movie. Yeah, they're, they're all like, you know. Well, actually, no. He, well, Scar, uh, they're, they're brother and sister. Oh, no shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that explains why she was so fucking concerned about him. I like, think. I feel like if they, if like she hadn't been worried about him, she never would have gotten in deep shit later. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is helpful to know. Um, so they could have dropped in like a line about that. They could have taken the line out where they were like, "Good for Daniel. She's a hot piece of ass." And they could have added, "Oh yeah, isn't she that other kid's sibling?" And that would have been <laughs> way more helpful. I think that's the case. Shit, and I just anyway. I just watched the movie. Anyway, or uh, they could have even have said like, "Hey, those two seem real close." That- <laughs> <laughs> Instead of like, I would fuck her. I would fuck her so hard. She's very fuckable, and that's important. Everyone needs to know how much I would fuck. Daniel's her gone up two points in my book, right? Because I too, I would fuck that woman. She's valuable. 
Uh, yeah. Valuable well, as hell. Well, so so they go back through. They go back to Earth, and Hammond's pissed for some reason. You know, he's just well, he's just being a general. He's gen- generally pissed. Yeah, why is he? Oh, he's mad because he's mad at Daniel. He hasn't he hasn't had an opportunity yet to give Daniel what for. I thought you were dead, scientist. Yeah, motherfucker. You're like, look, I got I got a wife, I got a home. You're in deep shit. You disobeyed the prime directive, J.K. <laughs> <laughs> What actually what I really like about this show is the absence of a prime directive. Yeah, it doesn't have one. No, the prime directive, you know, sorry to talk about Star Trek, but the actor who played Chakotay in Voyager said that he hated he hates the prime directive. He thinks it's colonialist. And I'm like, word. So I like this show because there's no prime directive. Wow. Like they don't they never come up with well, I'm just, I mean, like I would remember if they I mean, up to now there's no prime directive. Nobody's brought up a prime directive. Okay. Uh, Which, why would the prime directive be not to fuck with it? Anyways, that's a debate for another podcast podcast. to have. (laughs) Another podcast starting with the word star something something. Yeah, or greatest. (laughs) Something for them to talk about. Like, why is that? Is that is that really the prime directive? I'll let Ben and Adam handle that. Well, yeah. So okay. So yeah. So they're 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 back. They're back on Earth. Uh, and Daniel is like begging to be on the team because he wants to find his wife. Well, well yeah. And yeah. weirdly, he's, he's like the, the general's around. like, and the general's like, maybe, maybe. And I'm just like, I don't think that's how the military works. Again, <laughs> I don't think that it's like, but they took my wife, and I don't think that the general's like, oh, then you extra should be on the mission. I think the general's like, yeah. And that's why you can't go because I have to think of the safety of the whole team. And also I don't think that fucking O'Neill would get to go because of his relationship with Scara. But anyway, what actually happened is all those people get to go. Well, yeah, they're officially made into a team. Yeah. It's, it's those, it's the one douchebag Kowalski who didn't get injured and it's, it's, it's uh, Carter. Yeah, that uh, Wonder Woman, and then it's like um, O'Neill, Daniel, Daniel O'Neill, and a couple of like red shirts. Right, sure. Like, didn't even notice they went. Yeah, D- during the meeting, I gotta say, you know, Daniel was like, like, look, whoever the baddie was, it couldn't be Raw. It had to be someone else. And Kowalski does a little. He says, maybe he has a brother, Ray. Thought that was pretty good. I thought that was pretty good too. Also. Because when they ultimately figure out who it is, I'm just like, so you guys have been studying the Stargate that, and talking about anthropology this whole time, and studying a Stargate that you found in Egypt, and your knowledge of Egyptian lore is just, wow. It's like through the floor, non-existent. Like, my aunt has led tours to Egypt and she, <laughs> she knows fuck tons more about about who egyptian gods and goddesses are like the fact that they're like oh dog i forgot ra had a brother right <laughs> his name was ray uh no uh, but for real his name's like a, not emmanuel but kind of oh, something like that. well it, it, it ends up being apophis apophis uh yeah the serpent apophis. god okay did you just say apophis is the serpent god because yeah. these are the dumbest fucking smart people 
<laughs> in the fucking world. So they came through with snake things on. And even though raw isn't okay, just why did they immediately go? Oh my God. I wonder if it's a pos a They didn't even <laughs> need to go find Daniel again. Mm. Well, I, they could, they should have just immediately posited that it was a different, a different guy wearing different gear. And, and why isn't there an Egyptologist on the team? Well, I, see, so that, that's the thing. Uh, Sorry, but in the movie, they did have some Egyptologists <laughs> on the team, but they were like ineffective. They brought in Daniel, and he like solved everything within like you know like twenty four hours or whatever. And he was the Egyptologist, and he went as Egyptologist. And so yeah, so in the movie, Daniel's an Egyptologist. Oh yeah, like he yeah that that's like his thing. Well, I mean, to be fair to Daniel, he never, he didn't even, he hasn't even seen any of the snake heads. Okay, you're right. To be fair to, okay, so. And he's okay, the only one that's so, like, they do have other gods. Like, it's probably so. That's true. I kind of, though, want to say, like, as a layperson, I know they have other gods. So I just feel like there should be, like, kind of a basic, like, kind of binder that they give everyone who works on this project. That's like, Egypt, stuff you might want to know in case it comes up. <laughs> Well, you know, there, there was or maybe get some people from Egypt. I don't know. There was a really weird part of this because Daniel's like, he's like, I got to geek out here for one second. Daniel's like, he's like, yeah, you know, he's like, Ra was an alien that came down and like kind of like uh, took over the religion of the Egyptians, copied it and pretended to be their god. And like, and then, yeah, and then like used them to yeah. take some away and stuff like that. Yeah, and, savvy. Uh, that yeah uh but but which is weird interesting because it's a little different than like the eric von daniken's thesis is that some of the religion is based literally on the fact that aliens came down to earth like that like ra is like they they they, you know the egyptians were there the aliens come and they're like oh look a god let's let's do the it's just a weird little i never saw it in that manner maybe that's what Okay. Sorry, that's a big geek out. I Sorry. like it. I get why you want to include some deep dive, deep diviness in the title. Well, we'll and, work it out. We'll, well figure it out. Well, and the thing is, is that, and then at this point, I was like, okay, I think I'm starting to understand what the series might be. Is that, yeah, there's all these other gods. And it's like, okay, so there'll be other things. Oh, and fuck. Other gods. They're going to have to defeat them all. Maybe, maybe we'll get like a Hercules and like a Thor and like a, you know, a Zeus. And, oh my God. And like Can we a, have a show? Quasi-culto. How know? do we even deal? Well, first of all, you're putting Greek gods in there. I think. That's, that's what I'm but, saying. Like, like, well, oh. well, okay. Well, sorry. I'm, I'm. Well, how about Jesus's daddy? J- Jesus's daddy. I bet he's Allah. the big boss at the end. <laughs> big one, boss. One of those two. They're the same God. So Yahweh or Allah. There. That's the big. That's the big baddie big that you boomer. have to defeat at the end to win the game. Oh my God! Ten seasons. That's a lot of gods from the equatorial region of Plender. That's a lot of a small group of white people hunting down Egyptian gods who, since race is a construct, and if you read the history of white people, you'll find out 
may or may not be considered white. Oh shit. Oh right. Oh right, shit. Right. At uh, one point, Egyptians. Uh third of them considered white. Mm. Crazy. R- r- race is not a thing. Anyway, shall uh, we? Well well yeah, well so Hammond's like, all right, we're gonna do this. We're we're gonna Carter, Hammond's the general. Yeah, he is general. Hammond. Carter's like, look, we we got we got the we got all those uh, coordinates. The computers are gonna spit out like two to three destinations a month. General Hammond's like, we're gonna make nine covert teams for reconnaissance and all this. Shit. Oh fuck, I go. forgot they made nine whole teams. And he specifically says nine whole teams. He's like O'Neill. Yeah, you are SG one. And Daniel's like, can I be on? SG one, it's the best one. It's first. It's yeah. And he's like, no, Daniel, you can't be on any of the teams. He's like, what? He's like, you are the only. Well, he does make a good point. He's like, you are the only like Egyptologist and, and slash like like you know linguist. So mm-hmm. as a white man, you're the only Egyptologist that even knows they had multiple gods. <laughs> Sorry, we're gonna need you to stay at home base. Hey, hey. To be fair. In the movie, they had two other white Egyptologists. Thank you very much. <laughs> to be fair. To be fair. <laughs> okay. Well, well, and all. This movie sounds awesome. Well, and also, uh, uh, Kowalski's like, I, I'm going with them too, and he's like, No, you're going to be SG two, and he's like, Oh, sweet. Uh, but and and then Dan, I guess you know they decide Daniel can be on SG one, like. Yeah, I don't remember why I forgot. Even though I, I just watched it twice, I already don't don't care. Forgot like why Daniel gets to be on there because it because it has to because well, for the plot. Yeah, for the for the cover for art. plot for plot reasons um, and casting, Daniel has to go on this mission. Right. Well, so uh, uh, the meeting's meeting ends. Freddie becomes conscious, and he saw. The coordinates that uh, Apophis put in, so he knows where oh, the big right. baddie went. So they go. That's and- pretty badass, T- TBH, to wake up from his little mini coma and immediately like remember all the right symbols seven, and get the se- address. Seven, seven symbols. Seven, seven of them. And uh, um, wait, so who else went? Who was? Who made their fourth? It was Carter, O'Neill, Daniel. Daniel. Well, and, and, and a red shirt. I think for. Uh, I think, oh, uh, just a couple of red shirts, I guess. Yeah, because yeah, Kowalski was leading his own team. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, which, by the way, that's the point I wanted to make before. Okay, so Kowalski is SG2, right? And he's the leader of it. And right, General Hammond, right to his fucking face, says, your mission is to stay at the gate and guard it and like kind of be back up to these guys but also fucking leave them there because we've set an additional fake clock 24 to hours. raise the stake again it's just really we're really obsessed with the number 24 we really like we liked that show and so we just are like <laughs> very excited even though it comes later in the world um, it just really feels like a number that I like to, that's as long as I can stay up is what it is. I can't stay up 25 hours. I can stay up 24 hours. So you have 24 hours again. We don't know why we just feel safer that way. It's an arbitrary clock. It makes it me feel mistakes. good. It makes me yeah, feel Yeah. 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 It makes the audience feel like, Oh no, will they make it? And, um, 
I'm surprised they didn't have a fucking timer. I know, right? Oh, yeah, that would be amazing. And then Kowalski says, so he says Kowalski, at the end of 24 hours, if SG-1 isn't back and you don't hear from him, get get your ass back, dude, because we're going to close it. He's like, don't worry, O'Neill. There's no way we're leaving without you. I'm like, are you getting court-martialed? Because that is, again, not how the military works. Yeah, no one actually listens to General Hammond. Like, not one person. I know, and he's, he is so hapless. He's always like, what is going on? <laughs> like, what? Oh, my God. He, like, stands behind O'Neill so much of the time with a look on his face going, I wonder what they're talking about. And he's just like, but he's also like, I wish he were my dad. I just work here. <laughs> he's, like, so nice and supportive and and what a supportive of women women and their careers um all right so yeah so they 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 get ready to rock go through the stargate um oh, yeah and it's great they go through and another way that sam carter shows off that she has been in battle is she has already placed a bunch of fucking bombs around the perimeter right, and they're like yeah. oh the lady who's been to war knows of the bombs? Wow! Remember? Remember that scene? <laughs> well, yeah, well, so they go through, and and again, and this makes me, you know, and this is exciting, because I'm like, they go through, and they're now on this, like, it's like a cold, temperate, like, forest Oh, yeah, they're very planet. complaining about it's, the cold. It's a well, they start, they, they have frost on their, like, faces, like, immediately, like, which right. would make it, like, negative something, and there's no snow, but it's, like, super cold. Yeah. Uh, but it's cool. All I could think of is how much, I, I, I could only think of warm bathtubs when I was watching that. <laughs> it's But it's, like, it's a different planet. I'm like, this is sweet. Oh, yeah. This is sweet. I'm yeah. starting yeah. to understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm in it. I'm ready. I'm ready to rock. Yeah. They conveniently run into some people. Daniel kind of knows a little, can kind of speak to him. So I guess he's got some bona fides as a yeah. He's he's like, like a, a he's a linguist, and and this is a whole dead big, language person. This is a whole big thing in the in the movie as well, and like okay. it's like he so can figure it out. They ask, "Are you here to choose?" And they're like, "Oh, fuck yeah, we're here to choose because we didn't stay long enough to talk to the people in the community center on spaghetti night." To find out that that's what they were doing is choosing. So we don't know what the fuck this means because we didn't bother to interview anyone. So we're like, yeah, we're here to choose. Sure. So they get taken and they're get, being given like a dinner for the gods well, at first. Yeah. Well, yeah. So can, well, and can we talk about this city and these druid men for one second? Like, sure. They're, they're wearing yeah. like snakeskin medieval bed, robes. Bed sheets. I felt like they were wearing like really ugly mid last century bedspreads. I it's, or tablecloths. It's a or they look picnic. weird. They look very strange. Yeah, they look very this bad costume. It is a there's there's bad there is some weird ass costumes in the second half of this episode. Right. And uh, I'm gonna say, just to be fair, there's some great costumes on this show. Well that that yeah. They, yes. Yes. They, they, they ran out of budget. 
<laughs> or like or like they couldn't work together and so like the best costumer worked on some of the costumes and was like fuck you to like the other costumer and that costumer kind of flailed because they needed some mentorship there's a there's a bit of grab bag prop prop costume department going on yes a bit of a bit of project runway um unconventional materials challenge going on this is this yeah we need to make 10 cultures that are sort of recognizable but not really yeah it's rough it is it is it's really rough it gets rough later um yeah so yeah so 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 they so they so they head to the city uh meanwhile meanwhile we 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 get we we cut to the big baddies palace we cut to the uh, Scara and Shiara hanging out with a bunch of prisoners, a bunch of other people. They're all kind of in the sweaty room. They're all in the Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom room right yeah, now. Yeah, it's kind of it's real fiery and sweaty in there. Yes, it is. Um, uh, they they take they take Shari away. Uh, Shari, and then Scara is like motherfucker. Um, That's my sister. No, and then. Teal'c, the Jaffa, is like dying right now on your part. It's not going to help her. So sit down and shut the fuck up. All right. So he does. He does, yeah. Um, oh, okay. And then we, we cut, down, we cut to uh, basically a, a, a harem. Yeah, totally. 100%. Some women. Air conditioning. There's air conditioning. Can, Everyone's wearing gauzy. You can Everyone's tell because got- the gauzy robe <laughs> white robe yeah and everybody is like had a bath and um it looks like it smells it looks like it smells incredible in this room like and the blonde sergeant's in there yes and she looks freaked the fuck out still yes yeah but there's like what is there like 40 fucking women in this room yes and the two that that we see them choose have happen to be the two we know that is convenient because <laughs> i don't give a fuck about those other ladies i feel like maybe they didn't need to be there at all but anyways all right well so yeah teal grabs her and well it's funny and i i thought the line was funny because the soldiers grab her and she's like she's like she's like where are you taking me i'm a sergeant in the u.s air force <laughs> yeah that, okay she did say that i thought she said that so so there are sergeants in the air force oh yeah i guess so Okay, apparently. I'm a sergeant. I'm a sergeant. You didn't Force. tell me where I'm going. And I'm like, these people don't give a fuck about the U.S. Air Force. And also, which is finally, finally, there's some science fiction where they're like, I don't know what the U.S. is and I don't give a shit. Instead mm. of like, oh, the United States. You mean all of Earth? Great. <laughs> um, but they're they're like, oh fuck, we didn't know you were in the air force. You're oh, our a real bad. badass bad. lady. Yeah. Like, here's your uniform back. It's, sorry, you can keep the robe. Yeah, sorry. Though. Yeah, I would. By the way, it turns out rather die in the situation that comes next that she faces, and then Kiara or whatever faces. I would rather be the blonde lady. And the one thing I will say. That is um, thumbs up. Is they they have a choice, right? So what's happening is Gould, who have been incubating inside the Jaffa, um, one of them has come, or one of them is like actually a Gould, and that's the emperor guy who's sexy in like a prince way, very like 
you know, makeup-y, very like, mm. and then um, he is his, the, the one who's going to be his wife is, is obviously in a Jaffa and, sh- and she is looking for a vessel to take over post incubation. And so he is offering women, he's going around and finding women he thinks are sexy and then presenting them to this like disgusting trill like thing, this fucking thing that's living in. I'm so glad the trill on Star Trek weren't this disgusting, but anyway, so like this thing living inside the Jaffa and, and he's like, do you like the blonde? Well, yeah. And she's like, so, Fuck so- no, I'm not going to crawl up inside her butthole. And so then he's like, he kills the blonde immediately. Well, you mean, you and mean then, the, sar- the sergeant? So, so, so they yeah, take, the sergeant. They take the but sergeant. I think it's important right now. My point is about her being blonde. Oh, well. Whereas then later, then he immediately they go and get the um, Jackson's wife. Mm-hmm. Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Shari. Okay, Jackson. Shari. Yeah, Sh- Sherry. They Shari. get Sharina and they <laughs> bring her in and. They give her though. We've talked about already. She gets the full frontal nudity. We, whereas, we've got, we've got I guess we got to set this up a bit more though, because I've got the blonde lady in her contract was able to just get a naked back, but not even butt. Not even butt. Not even butt. Just to the just to just to the low back dimples. And well, I just want to say because I just okay, we can set it up. We can move back and set up. But what I want to say is the woman who appears more mediterranean or like either very much like south of europe or north of africa full frontal nudity but i will say this for the goa old that goa old is like i want to be i want to be in that straw-haired bitch she is like yeah i agree this lady is sexy as hell and so she the Goa Uld, at least, aren't living by westernized earthly beauty standards, which is pretty amazing because that show, I think, was written by a bunch of American men. Anyway, so we should set this up better. So the sergeant is brought to Apophis in front yeah. of a slab. He, he, he's like, this It's w- fucking terrifying. This one has spirit. That's what he says to the sergeant. That's right. He hypnotizes her with his, uh, with his hand light. And but this is the thing. So yeah, as you say, they rip her gown off. It's from the back. They Which rip- you, by the way, to be fair, you're the one who pointed this shit out to me. Well, because like when when that shot, because you ha- wanted to see the blonde from the front as well. <laughs> well, I mean, look, I can't deny that. But the point is, is that the shot is very. It's per- it's quite purposeful. It's quite clear that mm-hmm. they're like that they're they they do it, and it's just her back. And I'm like. Well, yeah, of course. Like, there's nothing weird about that. This is a television show, right? Because you forgot it started on Showtime. Who didn't? Well, even did. even with Showtime, I was like, yeah, it's Stargate. Like, they're not like this. Yeah, it's 1997. Not, yeah, like it was. There was nothing weird about it. I was like, yeah, that's a great. That's a good shot. Like, it's it's nice and it's it's clat. You know, it's it's showing what's going on, but it's like not crazy. Classy. It makes it just makes sense. Little did yeah. I know that, like, what was coming. What was coming? Because when it does come, when Shari comes, when Shari comes, he he says the same line. He says, "This one has spirit," 
and then hypnotizes her. And then they rip off Sienna. her clothes from the front. And it's just straight. Uh, it's just straight bush. And I'm just like, what the? It wasn't fuck? full bush. Like that was a trimmed bush, but it was oh, a. Oh, uh, <laughs> it just it wasn't super trimmed by today's standards, but it had definitely been like gone over with like some scissors, I think. But I but will say it's possible understand. that the maybe the blonde lady's nipples just didn't hold up in comparison. Well, because <laughs> she looked good as hell. Uh. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just telling you, like, I, I was legitimately like, what? This is Stargate. You can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't do that. I don't believe you. I really was. Well, they ripped her clothes off and you saw the whole front of her body and she, her nipples were hard as hell. And you were like, what? Well, and then you clutched your pearls and were like, but this is Stargate. I, I, well, yes. In my mind, I was like, this, does, okay. this is a little strange to me. It you were like, really- those are, some of the nicest breasts I've ever seen. Well, that came like 0.2 seconds later. Don't get me All wrong. Right. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. What like, came? Who came? 0.2 seconds? Sorry. Well, that was 0.5 <laughs> seconds later. No, no, don't get me wrong. It, 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 she's a beautiful woman. But it With was just nice like tatties. the dichotomy between what happened to the white lady and then what happened to her. I was like, yes, it's, yes. it's, it's, the, it's the divergence that is so fucking weird so right and my sorry may i i just want to say because my my thought was as i was watching it again after you had said that because i watch it twice and i watch it after you said that and i was like yeah i guess the blonde lady isn't willing to get naked in her contract but i was like even the fact that her agent would go to bat for her to not have full frontal and still get to be in the episode whereas the other woman mayor we don't know but like in 1997, did she even feel like she had the power to negotiate to not have full frontal nudity? Um, or did she feel like, well, that's how you get the job if you're not that lady? Well, yeah, well, see, I, I just you don't know. And that's what that's the insidious shit about all the isms is, is you, it's hard to know. Well, it is hard to know. It's, Keep in mind that uh, the Atari was probably, I mean, she had like a she had like a music career too, and so she she was probably in in terms of like that kind of stuff had more probably had more clout than the white sergeant lady. So what does that what does that even say? Well, and is that even ever true, especially in nineteen ninety seven? I I don't know, uh, but I did look into this. Apparently, oh, this was. This shot, like to have you nudity, have a nudity in the show, it was a re- yeah. it was a request from Showtime. Writers- Maybe they had already shot White Lady, and th- wait, why am I trying to make this not racist when I think it might be? <laughs> and then Showtime's like, no, there's got to be nudity. Why then couldn't like O'Neill get naked? Oh. Or better yet, how about that guy who plays Apophis? <laughs> I, yeah. I, 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 I don't know, but it, it but like it, it wasn't something that apparently like the the right the two like writer producer guys like they they weren't they didn't want to do it, but oh. like cause, because I I think it's the same. It's like that's not that's like it just feels because it's weird. gratuitous. Yeah, it's, it's gratuitous. It feels gratuitous in Stargate, but apparently it was like a thing from Showtime, and so yeah, they and did can, it. Can we talk about how Lovecraftian it gets because? 
what happened, what then what happens, okay, to both of these women is this uh, woman who's a Jaffa, which means like an incubator basically for the Go'uld, which is like a disgusting little worm thing that's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like a trill from Star Trek, but less ugly. And um, you always have an open wound, I guess. Like that's a cut in an X form on your abdomen. It's pretty gross. Looks, Looks puffy. Yeah, it opens up. And decides, looks at the blonde lady, and the blonde lady is like, "Oh fuck, no! I don't want that worm anywhere near me." And it's like, "Yeah, bitch, I don't like you either. I don't even want to be inside you." Right back into the stomach. Yeah, it goes right back in. (laughs) So then, then Kiara comes in, and the worm is like, "Oh hell yeah!" So the worm crawls out of the Jaffa. And in a very Lovecraftian, like, serpent climbing into a body way, climbs, first of all, climbs all over the front of this lady. Yeah, because she's on a back. And then, yeah, and then the men, like, flip her over flip so her she's over. prone. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, my God, that worm is 100% going in her butthole. <laughs> I, I, was, I was like, okay, wh- where is this, where is this, like, which, there's... There's like Where four it places go it can neck? go in. <laughs> I know. And then it, and and then then it, it goes didn't go into to any shoulder. of those. Yeah, it didn't go to any of those places. I was like, it could have done that from the front. I've had a massage license. You can totally massage that part of the body while someone's laying supine. They didn't need to make her prone. So they did it just to make it like seem like that worm was going to go in her butthole. Uh, uh, <laughs> I was worried. I, w- I was worried but, too because I was like, where the fuck is this going? I thought if it was going in her vagina, they would have kept her on her tums. But I guess, like, I mean, well, who yeah. doesn't like a, vag- a vaginal entry from the backside anyway? But, like, I just feel like not that worm, though. But anyway, it went into her shoulder, so it's all moot. But well, it's very Lovecraftian. They did right? that on purpose, though. I mean, I'm citing the right thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, like it was no, gross as hell. It was and, weird. and very traumatizing. And I was just like, okay, do they sexualize it that much for all of them, or just that, just that lady? Because we don't see any. Because because it turns out you don't need to do a whole sexy routine. Because we're gonna find out in another episode if it really wants to, it can just jump in your goddamn shoulder. Oh, we're gonna so find that out later. It doesn't even have to do that it's just like no we're gonna find it out at the end of this episode we are yeah yeah it can just jump in your shoulder you don't have to like disrobe at all this whole rigmarole is just a bunch of fluff <laughs> yeah <laughs> now look well look yeah, you know it's it's a fluffer of a scene look, one it, might you say know, it is love it is lovecraftian it is it is you know and it and it, and it was weird i mean but look you know it's like you know, you know, I mean, this is, it's like this 75% of like the porn I watch now, you know, it's like Lovecraftian. There's got to be some sort of phallic tentacle, tentacled monster? alien monster and <laughs> esoteric ritual is always uh, icing on the cake, <laughs> you know, because you know, I'm, I'm not getting hard, you know, it's like girl. So same. I appreciate and what it. it is, is that my brain can st- continues to seek novelty i actually did hear that Pornhub 
has deleted 80% of his content. And I've been meaning to get on there to find out what's still there. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. So she's now a bug host. Yeah, now she's a full-on bug. She's a full-on gold, which is uh, nastier than you want it to be. Um, last last bit of, of Big Baddie's Palace is we just we see uh, the reaction of Teal'c. Uh, yeah, Teal'c seems real he, perturbed. He's well, he's just a little like I don't know, man. It looks like he feels bad when he's kidnapping people. It looks like he feels real upset. He's real upset by watching the sergeant get murdered, and he is really also, I think, worried that the worm's going to go in her butt. And then he's even more upset that it actually goes into her shoulder because there's not a hole there. That's very Mar- uh, Marquis de Sage to be like, there yeah, wasn't even a hole there, but not, I made a hole. That's just, yeah. That's some Mar- sadistic, <laughs> sociopath, sociopathic, weird sex cult shit. And Teal'c is like, I am out. I didn't know this was a sex cult. I don't know. It's like the people in Nexium. He's like, I had no idea this was going to happen. I didn't know I was going to get branded. I don't know. The trill in my body, I, he's a pervert. Probably. Yeah, I yeah, kind of like the Dax Trill had once had a murder. I promised not to talk about Star Trek. I'm sorry. It's it's, <laughs> it's okay. Again, we're just vibing. We're vibing. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. All right, all right. Well, so we got we got to mention that O'Neill and Daniel and Carter are are they 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 end up in the feasting hall. They go to the city. They're taken by the druids. So I like I like this. It's like Greekish, but not quite Greek. Like I'm I'm enjoying this idea, and I hope the series continues. It's that it's like the, all these these there's these civilizations that are created from other civilizations, but they're slightly tweaked. Like I like that. I, I'm ready to see what else they do. But yeah, well, yeah, because we're gonna uh, find out for why there's so episodes. many humans. <laughs> no, like I think either I think in the in a couple episodes we're gonna find out why there's so many humanoids. Oh, okay, cool. Or just like basically humans on all these other planets. Sweet. And sweet. why there's so many of these little bits of of culture that's familiar to us? Because uh, that's a question we should have at this point. Like, hmm, that's weird. Oh well, I no, you, I, you're right. You're right. No, I, I'm excited. I can't wait. I can't wait. It's not a up. question I did have because it's too thinky, but it's a question should have had, and it gets answered before I even think to have it. Jesus, so by nice. like episode four. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah, I feel like maybe in ep- episode two. They don't waste much time with this series. <laughs> I, I know. I don't just, think they realized it would be ten seasons. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure they didn't think they were going to last 10 seasons. Fucking two. <laughs> last episode, too. I don't think they would have cast that milk toasty motherfucker if they knew they were only going to, if they knew they were going to last that long. And it's crazy because they cast MacGyver and he does such good Kurt Russell. Why couldn't they pick somebody who does a good James Spader? They're out there. They are out there. Oh, can, can, I, can I, I? I'm gonna try to get off this. I need, I need to, I need to do a quick, quick thing. You know, speaking of like O'Neill and like him being like weird about scientists and stuff. So, yeah. like when they first get back through this Stargate to the Cold Planet, they're like hanging out. Carter's 
setting off, setting the mines up, and they're claymores. Claymore. They're just prepping. Yeah. Daniel's like O'Neill. So check this out. This okay. So this symbol, and O'Neill's like, Nah, don't don't worry about it. He's like, No, no, no. But O'Neill, like this, don't don't worry about it. I got like, I know everything I need to know. I'm Rambo. It. See, the thing about it is that the symbols of the Stargate are such an important part of the plots of not only the movie but okay. even the first half of this episode was them like waiting for Ferretti to wake up and show them the symbols. And O'Neill's just like, yeah, I don't give I a like shit it- about the symbols. <laughs> You're like, all right, here, here, boss, here's the symbols. Don't worry about it. He's like, you might need to know them. Maybe I'll die or get shot and you need to know them. He's like, I don't care. I don't like scientists <laughs> talk. <laughs> I like getting stuck on planets that are fucking frostbitten <laughs> hell holes. That somehow have like um, an Indiana Temp- Jones Temple of Doom lava core. Sort of. So yeah, that's yeah. what I like. Yeah. Okay. They so they're in the uh, the feasting hall. Apophis and Share uh, are there. They come and they're like, "Hello, everybody!" And Daniel freaks out and they they knock him out and O'Neill and Carter and they take him to the prison with the 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 um, the the huge array of like people from all planets and cultures sort of like it's just a hot oh right there's all these people from yeah right all these people that they've been like maybe you maybe you are those yeah are those is that what they wanted was a smorgasbord of bodies for the go old to choose as their host yes yeah and they're they're, and we look we learn that uh uh we now learned that the big baddie is Apophis, the serpent god. He's kind of yeah. Ra's rival. Should have been obvious. Um, but it's cool because it, we, we, it, Daniel figures out that, that the place that they're at is like a big LARP of the Book of the Dead. Like it's like this is what happens in the Book of the Dead. They can take him to like a. God, what dun- was I dun- doing when dungeon. that part happened? Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's oh, very qu- it's very quick. Like he he's like, okay. yeah, but this is this is the book of the dead. Like this is what happens. This is what Apophis God. looks after, and that's why I have that's ADHD, and I totally missed this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no but, wonder I think Daniel's a shitty Egyptologist. <laughs> no, no, he's good. you know you know some stuff. You know stuff. Yeah, obviously, I just missed all of it because they they're like flip, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I was literally looking at my toe for a minute. Uh, yeah, but Apophis rolls now rolls in to the prison with Talc, and he's like, he's like, Neil, everybody, with Talc, with Talc, sorry, sorry, no, Talc, 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 from now on, no, no, I I did, yes, that was a mistake, Talc. Oh man. Okay, well, so they're gonna, they're gonna, they're looking for the children of the gods. And so, yeah, so it's Apophis and Ball Powder come into the room. <laughs> and but they but they have like these other people with them. And I guess they're also Gaulds in hosts. I think they're Jaffa, aren't they Jaffa that are lo- that are hosting um matured Goa'ulds that are looking for hosts. Okay. That will then become human form Goa'ulds. But uh, okay. Just like okay. we saw happen to Kiara. Yeah, okay. All right, but the, this is the weird thing. It's like it's like there's several like couples, and they're like a procession of they're a procession of gods, like 
it's yeah. quite clear. One of the first one is like Asian esque. Uh huh. You know, like I wonder the, what I was looking at when this was happening. They're slightly not like early Chinese clothing, and they choose okay. somebody. The couple that the the do second, they choose Chinese looking people? Uh, I can't quite remember. Um, because like it shouldn't matter. But no. But the second couple comes, and they're very—they have like this Aztecian vibe to them. Uh huh. And they choose Scar. Okay. But but it makes me think, like, because we're going back to that point of like all these gods, and I'm like, oh, like every god in Earth's history is like like an alien, actually an alien. Oh my god! I just wish that they had had like, um, at one point in the line had been like. Um, an old man with a beard, Jesus, and like <laughs> sort of like a guy you could see through, and it could have been the Holy Trinity also then looking for hosts. Because I feel like this is definitely something American TV does where they're like, oh, it's all mythology <laughs> except Christianity. Obviously, that one's real. That one makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, all the other ones, <laughs> all the other ones are a- actually aliens. Mm hmm. Except for like you know, big baddie, okay. big baddie. I'm gonna from try <laughs> to big daddy, big daddy, big Europe daddy. Yes. Anyway, I'm very excited because I, I think you know this will be kind of cool. You know, I, I, I'm mean, you know like all the, like they have these like procession of different gods, oh, gods. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. I, you know, oh, sorry, sorry, I, I think sorry, it's sorry, cool. Sorry, like sorry. I, I'm like, like it makes me excited. Like what what they're gonna do down the line. You know? Do we need like a book on world mythology? Because I don't know if all of those cultures have gods like that. Like that are a couple. Well, no. <laughs> well, no. That, that's the whole thing. It's like, I'm like, how are they going to like play this one out? You know, like, <laughs> like, like what, 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 what was the Asian gods? What the hell were it they? They didn't really have gods God- like that. Jesus and the Holy Ghost, is that a thruple? Kind of gross. Thruple? But I guess there was a lot of incest back in biblical times because that's how you got people. A thruple. They take Scar away, the big baddie, and and Apophis is like, all right, kill the rest. Yeah. So he gets out of there. Which is real shitty. There's a lot of people there. Uh, So T.L. puts his men in the line, and he's like ready to rock. And oh well, let I suppose maybe we should say before this happens, he has a quick little thing with O'Neill. Yeah, yeah. His whole basis for having faith in O'Neill is like his watch. What's that? Yeah. And he's like, it's my watch. And yeah. he's like, that's not gold technology. It's like he's so impressed by this Casio. He's like this guy. That he's guy. like what. Where are you from? And so because of that, yeah, when he's like, kill them all. And you could tell Talc doesn't want to do it. And then, or he's got some conflict. And O'Neill says, you don't have to do this. I can save these people. Help me. And he goes, I've heard this from many before. But you are the first one I believe can do it because of your fancy Sears watch. That watch was pretty baller. You have a a $20 watch from Sears. It has a calculator in it. Shoots. Yeah, it looks like it has (laughs) multi-functions and it's digital. 
can go 120 it's feet in water. Digital. <laughs> it's that like those digital numbers where they're like little like um geographic shapes that connect into numbers. Fuck, I can't remember. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. Little those little bars with the tapered ends, mm. and it's uh, pretty pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah. And so, and then that's all it takes for Talc to be like, I'll fucking be your Chewbacca. So yeah, he turns, he shoots one of his dudes, turns back, throws his shooting stick. Yeah, he doesn't even bother to ask any of the other Jaffa if they also don't want to do it. I mean, true. You you never really see, yeah, yeah, you're right. Maybe, maybe what there was one on the end that was like, ugh. I hate this. I don't gig. really like this either. <laughs> right? I bet there was plenty of Jaffa who were like, this seems like ass. But anyways, so he, yeah, so they, that's all it takes. It's just that f- those few people to defeat all of Jaff- the Jaffa. And then they take them all back through the water hole. Right, right. Well, they blast a hole in the, in, in the prison. They get, they start getting out. O'Neill's about to leave. Uh, is still inside and O'Neill he's like come on and what is I have nowhere to go it's very officer and a gentleman and then what does O'Neill say to him for this you can stay in my place (laughs) (laughs) don't worry he doesn't even say he's like I have a fold out couch that will hurt your back I got a great futon uh, you know for, you know, halfway full. I got a flipping fuck. You can sleep on that. Come on, buddy. You can hang out for a couple <laughs> yeah. days, a week, maybe. You know, yeah. like, you can do it. But <laughs> I don't even think Teal'c ever makes it to being his roommate because I think he just gets like locked up in the mountain as like a science experiment. Oh. He never even gets to come home and like have a beer have- and watch, find out how racist this place he's come to is. <laughs> Teal'c is played by a, a, a black man, so he's not exactly being invited to a great place. <laughs> but, well, he takes him up on it. He, well, yeah, because he's got, I got nowhere else to go! So, 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 so the... That's why. So the, yeah, so the arc that I thought was going to take, like, maybe, like, a, ten seasons or, like, a, or ten episodes or, like, a season... Uh, happens in the pilot. He he converts right away. I like that. I don't. No, I don't it's good. Like, it's good. It's good. I don't. Yeah. I don't like. I don't like shit to get overly drawn out. <laughs> <laughs> so respect. All right, all right. Uh, but yeah, as they're rushing to the Stargate, Teal'c is like, yeah. I, he sort of explains some of this. He's like, I'm a Jaffa. He shows the infant Gould in his stomach. O'Neill's like, ugh. O'Neill's like, I would take that out. And he's like, oh, but like, it's going to grant me like eternal health. Yeah. And yeah, O'Neill's like, life, yeah. uh, not worth it. <laughs> he's like, we'll talk about it later. At my and place. I'm wondering, like, what happens? Like, what happens when that thing comes of age? I feel like that's a whole thing that we're going to contend with later. Oh, you're right. Right. Yeah. But. Who is, remember, we got to remember that SG2 is waiting at the gate. Yeah. And they're once again about to close the fucking gate, right? They're like, once again, like, it's been 23 hours and 59 minutes. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. During all of these scenes interspersed, they they go back to Earth every once in a while. And the cynical, 
like sidekick to Hammond is always just like, you need to lock the gate, sir. And Hammond's like, we dude, we made a plan. So we're going to stick with Hammond's that. Like, I feel like it's a little more time. Like, yeah. And then, <laughs> and the other guys, the guys who are part of SG two are like, so Kowalski. I was wondering if we're thinking about leaving yet. Yeah. And Kowalski's like, no. And they're like, the Kowalski's like, we're not leaving without O'Neill. And the guys who are like, going to be consigned to die because of that are like oh okay okay yeah totally yeah no i feel that way too <laughs> i just wanted to know how you felt about it and it sounds like we're on the same page so yeah. cool well yeah so so the so o'neill and daniel and carter and teal and the refugees they, they 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 get to the stargate uh just in time to see the big baddie show up and all the procession all the all the people go through the gate and see scar there o'neill's like Aah! runs down he's like scar! O'Neil turns into chewbacca i get it okay and uh and scar is like he gives him oh, like right, a right, right. smile yeah and he's now uh apparently he's with them and he goes through he's and, fully gold like his eyes turn oh, like right, right. gold and he's got like um, a magical the palm, hand, the hand light, palm yeah. thing where he he and he like sends out a visible weird sound wave that or something mm-hmm. shock wave that throws O'Neill back. Yeah. And Talc is like, your friend is not there anymore. It breaks his heart. Yeah. yeah. It, it seems to break his heart more than uh, Daniel Jackson's heart is broken. Over his gift wife. I think that's when, you know, things come too easily to you. When things are given to you, you don't value them as much. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I, he, he, he doesn't do anything. Well, you're right. I think he, I think he, I think he does legitimately love her because that's all he, t- he, that's all he does the entire episode. Know, He's just, like, my wife. Mary. Um, but yeah, uh, but my they, gift wife. But then, I like, own her. That's my property. Where did you know? <laughs> right? I love her oh, so mine. much. So the baddies leave through the Stargate. the the mm-hmm. The good guys are trying to get through. The battle intensifies because a bunch of sort of medieval looking soldiers. Oh, isn't it like a whole crew of Jaffa? Yeah, yeah, but they're wearing like chainmail. But like, they also have. Oh, is the, it not Jaffa? Is it just like like? Sort of slave soldiers. They don't have the headdresses, but they do have the sticks. Oh, so it's like weird. Yeah, yeah. It's they're like, just like people. They don't have. They're not like um, even like temporary hosts. I, I think they're so. Not incubators. I think so. And they're supposed okay. to be like sort of like medieval France costume. It's very strange. Very Joan of Arc. It's very Joan of Arc. But they're like. Can they're, I just tell you guys, you are really rocking this Joan of Arc look. <laughs> Thumbs up. Good job. Yeah. So they come. So they 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 ratchet up the tension as people are as Daniel tries to get like the symbols in and get people through the water hole. Right. Um, and you, O'Neill is useless because he's like, I don't like to know the symbols because they feel like science. <laughs> At one point, uh, uh, Daniel gets the water hole up. Well, like they find, they finally, they press the, finally one of them, I think Carter presses the key fob, which 
the General Hammond's, they're finally like, as they're about to like send them, like close the, the titanium iris. Yeah, they, he should fire his assistant. His assistant is such a he, fucking stick he wants up the to ass. kill everybody. I uh, know. So they do it. So they start sending no people. Guts. Carter goes through the water hole first. And she's like, we got refugees. And General Hammond's Ooh. like, no. Don't shoot. They're refugees. And General Hammond's like, fuck no. I Everyone hates refugees. Take all the fun away. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I literally just, don't. Just I literally clarify. used to do, used to help asylum seekers get asylum. So I just want to make that clear to anyone listening. That I just meant the mood in the room from General Hammond was a really weird, petty, like, not refugees. Uh, yeah, so the people people start getting sent through, um, and that's when, and that's when, yeah, one actually no, they have to be Jaffa because one of the guys gets like bear hugged by like one of the refugees who's like a Visigoth. The Jaffa falls down, and the the snake alien jumps into Kowalski's into his neck. Okay, so yeah, so that goes into Kowalski. They do it. Everybody gets through. O'Neill's the last. Everyone's O'Neill's the last one, but everyone gets through. They close. Like close it, close it, close it. The iris just. And that's when they find out. No, that's the second time that they find out there's a metal iris. I guess their first time through, they found out about the iris. They didn't know about the iris the first time they went through. It was only upon return that they were like, "What the fuck is that?" Right, 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 right. And they were like, "Ant." They're like the stuff that Wolverine's claws are made out of. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so everyone's here there's a big crowd of like randomly clothed people in the military oh but they're all like, like hu- they're all like touching and loving up on the sg1 crew oh yeah a little bit you know and hammond is like oh gross who are these people what are we gonna do with what them? am i gonna do with them i don't know what to do with them and so then um carter's like no 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 it's cool we can, just... we can use the gate to send them home yeah and hammond's like oh fucking thank, thank god thanks. literally i thought <laughs> literally i thought <gasps> we were gonna have to feed them put them somewhere thought, give them yeah. stuff <laughs> and while we have a lim- an, a, like an unlimited budget i just was like i don't want to deal i was like you should have let them be killed because i don't want to like meal plan for like 15 extra people <laughs> And to be fair, but, his 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 weird sidekick dude who's been cynical the whole episode is the one who's like, "Hey, let's find a place for these people to rest." Oh, that. well, that is a nice. You know what? We all contain multitudes. Nobody's one thing. I take it back. We shouldn't fire him. <laughs> okay, so that's what happened, and that's it. Well, well, let's. I mean, come on. We well, Hammond asked about teal. Oh, and, right, right, right. And O'Neill's like, and he's like, sir, with your. And, and Teal hands his weapon to Carter to show that he's there in peace. I meant Talc. <laughs> and O'Neill's like, he's going to be, he's doing it. He's going to join the crew. But we, do we know that yet? Isn't it just like. Well, Hammond's like, well, maybe. We're going to have to like gonna talk, put him in a room. We're going to talk about it. We talk about it. We're going to talk about this a lot in episode two. He's not white. In episode He's two, we're going to do a lot in. of. Yeah, we're going to interview this. We're going to like interview and like give this guy some tests uh, in episode two. Right? That's episode two. Okay. Uh, I'm right? 
I don't know when episode one ends. Is well, it over? Well, it's so it's it's the one last thing they got to do is they do a quick money shot. Uh, the frame is who star, gets come on their face. Stargates, wow. Stargates in the background, and Carter, Daniel, O'Neill, and Teal'c all like turn around at the same time in, in the foreground. You know, it's like yeah, boom. And the, that's and the, hot. And they're like, that's good. Char is out there, Jack, and he's like, so is Scara. He's like, what do we do? We find them, and they're just like, yeah, we'll do. It. And I'm and I'm just like, I'm like, that's great, but don't, you know, don't worry, y'all. You got like ten seasons. Oh man, to figure and it like out. some movies, hundred spinoffs apparently. Yeah, don't worry. I about think it. okay, so <laughs> and then it ends. <laughs> okay, that's that's a hell of a button. That's almost like a end of Barney Miller laughing button on the episode. <laughs> like that's like uh quite that's like a very that's like charlie some charlie's angel shit that's very exciting well you always I gotta think, do that to um, the pilot right you always gotta have a little like so i would so like to stuff. know yeah there's so much that you gotta introduce everybody you've got to tie it to the movie in this case so this is your first episode as like a like rabid fan of the movie what you think I, I I liked it. I liked it a lot. I, I almost I loved it. Really, you know, I can say that I, it's it's. I had a lot of fun watching it, and I decided after after watching it, I was like, hmm, hey, let's do a podcast about. I'm going to keep watching this. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to comfort watch this series. So you felt comforted for fucking sure. I definitely felt comforted with this episode. And I felt comforted enough to be like, I'm going to comfort watch this series. You texted me and said, I'm going to comfort watch this. And I was like, fuck, I'm in. Not that you invited, I'm, but I'm going to do it too. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, we, and then we zoomed and uh, we were basically like, you know what? Let's just fucking vibe. Let's, let's vibe. And record it. And record <laughs> and watch each show individually and then record us talking about it and fuck it. I love it. And I'm going to tell you that um, I don't think James, I don't know James Spader, but I bet he wouldn't condone me shitting on the guy who plays Daniel Jackson. I've, I've always been, I had not seen the movie and until we talked was not aware that he had is playing James Spader's role. I was always fine with Daniel Jackson and MacGyver. I had not noticed he sound he was doing a Kurt Russell impersonation prior to knowing Kurt Russell's in the movie. So like what? I like it. It's fine. And it it's it's gonna be like all sci-fi shows of that era where they're like trying to show that they're progressive by like having a woman in there. But like I will be happy to point out um the fuck ups I notice and remember. Not all of them, but also the stuff that they do right. The stuff I like about it. I liked it. I had a nice time. Do you like to do the thing where you think about if you had to be a character? Okay. Two uh, two questions before we end. What character from season one pilot, episode one, do you least want to be? And which one do you most want to be? And then which one would you be like, I guess. 
Mm. With three things, that's a lot. That uh, that 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 is a lot. Let's see the one. I okay, would... we could just go with we can go with just the extremes or just middling, which is up to you. The least the least that I would be is probably uh, Shari. She has to get naked. Hardest of saves. I do not want to be Kiara. Fuck that. Yeah. Uh, that she also thought that thing was going in her butthole. <laughs> and she was actually like, oh, thank God it went into my shoulder where there's no hole. Yeah. Uh, fuck the most. Probably Teal'c. Because he, you know, he uh, he does he does the honorable thing. He, he well, changes he also his whole gets... life. And he gets a way out. He way gets out. an escape. He, from gets like, inv- he gets invited to crash at a pad. Yeah. By a, <laughs> a pretty cool middle-aged dude. Mm-hmm. By his Han Solo. Yeah. yeah. So who would you, who's your middle in like? I mean, I'd take it. Uh, probably General Hammond. <laughs> oh my God, same. That's weird. That's mine too. Okay. So I also would at least like to be Kiara, would middle in like to be general hammond but my who i'd most want to be captain um wonder woman but gosh the teal thing is really compelling because especially right now where i'm in a time where i'm like in six year six of a midlife crisis (laughs) and to be like off and like i feel like i'm living in a dystopian future hellscape and to be offered like and where I'm also extremely privileged in that hellscape, like the world over and just the country over and the city over and to be offered like a path that feels purposeful and righteous. Gosh, you know, I'm going to twin you on all three. (laughs) (laughs) Which character would you like you to infest as a host for this episode? (laughs) Hey, it kind of oh works. My God. Who would you like to backfuck for? for Who'd you like to shoulder rape? Yeah, yeah. Who's your shoulder <laughs> rape for, the, for today's episode? Well, well. All I can say is I'm I'm excited. I'm excited to. The pilots made me excited to watch the rest of the series, so I'm ready to rock. Me too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Peace well, out, motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Or thanks, like... thanks everybody for. Thank you for choosing uh, us amidst the thing. I hope you join, keep listening to us on this grand adventure. We're excited. I want to say something. I want to say we know that you have many Stargate podcasts to choose from, including yeah. one that's four episodes done by middle schoolers. Yeah, and they're they're definitely more. They're definitely awesome more than us. And they give exciting writing tips to boot. <laughs> so thanks for choosing. Thanks for choosing this one. And hopefully it's just one of many Stargate podcasts that you enjoy. We've got several years of this. Yeah, we're going to, like, we assume things aren't going to get great, so we're going to need to do all (laughs) ten seasons, at least. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll see see in five years at the end of Atlantis' final episode and uh, see where we're, and see where we're there. and maybe at that point we'll finally we'll finally do an episode on the movie (laughs) yeah that'll be the last episode (laughs) (laughs) all right right, thank you until then never forget 
I would fuck 2021 James Spader. Is that the music for the show?